coming to you from high above 107 Columbia Street with both eyes on the sky, blue and beautiful as we experience one of the 10 best days of this or any other year. Today, we're going to be discussing another in our series of speedy trial issues. Excludable time pursuant to 3034B, defense requests or consents. So let's go. The speedy trial statutes are a people statute. By this we mean the people have the burden to assure that the record clearly reflects the reason for the adjournment so the courts may determine to whom the time should be charged. If the record does not allow for this determination, it is the people who will be charged in the calculating of chargeable time. Before the decision in the Court of Appeals case of People v. Leota from 1992, the people could successfully argue that silence by the defense was assent to an adjournment and that the time was not charged to the people. The holding in Leota, however, closed that door to the people and put the burden of a clear record on the people. The court wrote, in addition, whereas here the court grants adjournments after the people have announced the indictment ready for trial, the burden rests on the people to clarify on the record the basis for the adjournment so that on a subsequent 30-30 motion, the court can determine to whom the adjournment should be charged. Inasmuch as the people fail to do so in this case, the adjournment must be charged to them. This decision was quickly followed by the holding in People v. Cortez in 1992, where the Court of Appeals wrote, However, as we recently held in People v. Leota, a mere failure by the defense counsel to object to an adjournment does not constitute consent within the meaning of CPL 3034B. Where the judge stated on the record, that the adjournment was on consent and the defense did not respond or take issue with the court's statement, that time was found to be excludable in the case of People v. Dozier, a First Department case where leave was denied in 2001. Often at calendar calls, there is an initial discussion at the bench among the parties, and this is seldom taken down by the stenographer. It is imperative that when you step away from the bench after one of these discussions, a clear and complete record is made as to your readiness, or if you're not ready, the reason why there is an adjournment being requested by you and any reason which will ultimately result in this time being excluded. Be sure the record contains the reasons for the adjournment that will make the reviewing court's decision an easy one and that will not inappropriately charge you with time that should not be charged to you. While things that occur outside the courtroom may serve as a basis for time not to be charged to the people, the lack of some form of record may still result in the time being charged to the people. A perfect example of what should be done was found in the case of People v. Waldron, a Court of Appeals decision from 2006. In this case, the defense and the people engaged in plea negotiations during a period of time between adjournments, and the defense sent a letter expressly waiving defendant's speedy trial rights during that time. Now, the defense maintained subsequently that the people should have shown a contemporaneous record of consent to that delay. But, as the court held, 3034B speaks only to the question of when continuances are granted by the court that must be contemporaneous. It did not prevent the defendant from making, through a letter from his counsel, a valid waiver of his statutory speedy trial right. And there was no requirement that such a letter be filed contemporaneously with the court. 
a subsequent Court of Appeals decision, People v. Dickinson from 2011, demonstrates the downside of not securing some form of record of the defense waiving the time. The court wrote, the people's only claim is that the defendant waived his rights under CPL 3030 by participating in plea negotiations for several months. While a defendant may waive rights under 3030 and citing to People v. Waldron, the record here contains no evidence of any waiver, written or oral. Mere silence is not a waiver. We repeat our observation in Waldron that prosecutors would be well advised to obtain unambiguous written waivers in situations like these. Requests for an adjournment by the defense because of actual engagement on other matters is excludable pursuant to 3034B, which certainly makes sense. But more importantly, the people's readiness posture in those situations is irrelevant. This is a very important point. As written by the First Department in People v. Ortiz in 2002, the people's readiness or lack of readiness during these periods is irrelevant because where adjournments are allowed at defendant's request, those periods of delay are expressly waived in calculating the people's trial readiness without the need for the people to trace their lack of readiness to defendant's actions. We are now going to make a quick rundown of a number of issues where time is excludable, or isn't, pursuant to 3034B. To begin with, if a defense attorney informs the court of his or her actual engagement in another case, it is effectively a request for an adjournment. Next, request for motion time by defense is excludable even if no motions are filed by the defense. Next, and it's a very important one, the judge has the right to excuse the defendant's absence on the day he or she does not appear, even though this was not addressed at the previous adjournment. Defendant's mere absence from court will not be sufficient in all cases to imply consent by the defense in such cases. If the judge issues a bench warrant but stays its effectiveness until the adjourned date, this action will result in that adjournment being charged to the defense. If the defendant is incarcerated and is not produced for calendar call, the people must establish due diligence to secure his attendance for the calendar call or demonstrate that there is some other legitimate reason, such as the defendant refusing to come to court, for that time not to be charged to the people. For example, a defendant's failure to submit to security procedures resulting in his not being produced in court is chargeable to the defense. When a case is adjourned for a possible plea, the people are not required to be ready on the adjourned date, irrespective of whether the plea is taken. Thus, you must make a clear record at the date of that adjournment that this is the procedure and it is accepted by the court. This applies equally before the indictment as it does after the indictment. Now, if the defendant requests the people to delay the presentation or vote in the grand jury, this request is equivalent to a request for an adjournment by the defense. As you've already seen, there are certain circumstances where, despite the fact that people are not ready to proceed, the time will be marked excludable and not charged to the people. For example, in one case, the court wrote, even where post-readiness delay is attributable to the people, the delay may be excused due to certain actions taken by the defense. Here, defense counsel was clearly unwilling to proceed regardless of the people's ability to go forward. Thus, the time was not chargeable to the people. Another example is found 
where the defense actively participated in selecting an adjourned date and sought further dates than those suggested by the people. The adjournment was considered, as to this extra time, to be the defendant's request. As the court wrote, the last three weeks of this period were excludable for the separate reason that they were granted at defense counsel's request, where the defense counsel actively participated in setting the date and sought a longer adjournment for his own convenience. Be sure to see the written version of this nifty practice tip. As was obvious, we did not give any citations in the second part of this presentation due to the length of the material. However, for each one of the points that we made, there are multiple case sites with authority for the propositions presented. As always, our thanks to our crack producer and man about town, Jonathan Marconi Crispino, who is at the present time getting some sun in this glorious day here in Albany. To all of you out there, be well and stay ready, my friends. Oh,